like, well, she's so amazing. She's such a just lovely and classy woman. But when she's on a mission, she's on a mission, and you just better get on board or get the heck out of the way because she's right. going to get it done. And she really has, you know. And she's done, she's done this for this community of caregivers, and she's she never gives up. And so she inspires all of us. Hi there, and welcome into a brand new week of Celebrity Salute, dedicated to the men and women who serve our country in active duty, our veterans, and their families. We're here for you. God bless you. We love you. On each episode, we look for people and stories with some connection to these heroes. I'm Randy Miller. Savannah Guthrie is an American broadcast journalist and attorney. She is the main co-anchor of the Today Show on NBC, a position she's held since 2012. Also a great, great friend of veterans. She's on the board of the Elizabeth Dole Foundation's Hidden Heroes Program to support veteran caregivers. And she's got a special award. We're so happy to welcome back Savannah Guthrie right here to Celebrity Salute. Savannah, how are you? I'm great. How are you, Randy? Nice to talk to you. Yeah, great to talk to you. And listen, as we are taping this, it is the day after the Super Bowl. And um, I don't know if you know it, uh, but we are based in Kansas City, Missouri. Oh, my gosh. Congratulations, then. Thank you. And I know that you and your family are Philadelphia Eagles fans. Yes. Well, my husband grew up in Center City, Philadelphia, and um, so he is a devout Eagles fan. And I, I grew up in Arizona. And when I was young, we didn't even, I don't even think there was a football team when I was little or it was like Phoenix. So I didn't have strong feelings. So I was happy to adopt the Eagles. And yeah, there were a lot of tears in my house last night, <laughs> but it was a great game. And that's honestly the best. Well, I'm so sorry that we couldn't connect last week because I had a, a special bet already to go. And had we been able to connect, Al Roker would be doing the weather in a diaper this morning. So listen, maybe, maybe it's a good thing we didn't, but, uh, it is, <laughs> I think it's a good thing for Al. He wouldn't, he wouldn't want it that too much. Hey, let's talk about Al for a second. He's back. He's back. We are so happy. Our sunshine has returned. He really, gosh, he went through a real challenge. I mean, he was in the yeah. hospital for five or six weeks and, you know, he, he's talked about how close he came and, I mean, we were just all so worried about him, but he's it's he's doing so well. It's like it never happened. Honestly, he's just really bounced back and stronger than ever. And he and his wife, Deborah, are just amazing. Yeah. And, you know, it's amazing with Al because it just seems like nothing bothers that guy. I mean, he just comes back and he's he's ready to go. He's full of life. He's he's uh, he's spunky. Uh, <laughs> well, that's the thing. I mean, he's had knee replacement surgery. He's had all kinds of things. He never complains. He never even he had prostate cancer. You know, yes. and he would like he was back the next week or two weeks later. Like he's just so strong. He's so positive. This was hard. He'd be the first to tell you that, but he is doing so well and really just being taking care of his health and doing great. So, you know, we're just so happy to have him back. It's just not the same without Al around right, here. Right. It really, yeah. it's the heart and soul. And um, we're just we're just so glad he's back and doing so well. And it was so great to see a ball game last night too that you know the troops got to see it courtesy of American Forces Network and it's it's so great that even the men and women that are serving our country overseas are are able to participate in everything even though they're you know so far away from home oh yes and And they showed some of those images you know I think we saw some of our service members before the game and it's just it's such a great American tradition and I I'm so glad that the 
military makes it possible for people serving overseas to see it. Right. Because, you know, you want to you want to feel that little taste of home. I hope they had a good, so maybe some pigs in a blanket and wings and all the good stuff. Too. I hope <laughs> right. Exactly. Party. Well, and, and, and Savannah, you've always been such a great supporter of the military and I want to congratulate you. It's the first time I talked to you since you've won the uh, award from the Elizabeth Dole foundation, the hidden heroes award for a uh, caregiver champion award of uh, 2022 presented to you. Uh, none other than Tom Hanks last year. So <laughs> congratulations that, I mean, so, so well-deserved and, uh, and thank you so much for everything you do for uh, veterans and veteran caregivers. Oh, it was, I, it was such a beautiful night. I mean, I, I love our caregivers. I, you know, the Dole foundation, Mrs. Dole, she's unstoppable. She, you know, identified this, I was really a vacuum where we just weren't really, supporting those who were supporting our returning veterans who were wounded, you know, some with visible wounds, some with invisible wounds and the caregivers, the moms, the sisters, the brothers, you know, the, the children that take care of our right, veterans, right. they need our support too. And they need friendship and fellowship and they need to not be hidden. They need to be seen. And so it's just been such an honor to be invited into this amazing purpose. And we had a great night and I got to reunite with a lot of the different caregivers that, I've gotten to know over the years. So it was magical. Yeah. And, and, you know, and, and to be presented with the award from your buddy, Tom Hanks, and I, Tom has been on this show several times and he always refers to Elizabeth Dole, I think as the velvet hammer. Yeah. Right. She is because she's like, well, she's so amazing. She's such a just lovely and classy woman but when she's on a mission, she's on a mission and you just better get on board or get the heck out of the way because she's right. going to get it done. And she really has, you know, and she's done she's done this for this community of caregivers and she's she never gives up. And so she inspires all of us. Yeah. And uh, shortly after that, I saw you do an interview, a really, a, really a great interview with Tom Hanks. And I know you guys are friends. How How is that for you, Savannah, to interview you know, somebody that you, you know, so well, is it, does it make it easier? Is it tougher? I mean, how- Oh my gosh. It's, well, it's so fun. It's like surreal because, you know, to think that I would get to, you know, know him and it's, it's all because of the work with, with the hidden heroes and the caregivers. And, um, it's through that and doing a lot of events together that we got to be friendly and it's fun because, you know, you just we just click and it's it's fun to right. have a conversation even if it's a, if it's about nothing it's just we have our fun and so I hopefully if we're having fun then it's fun to watch right too. right exactly I want to ask you about your tattoo oh my gosh I know Can you <laughs> no, believe it? 51 I mean, years old 51 years old and you get your first tattoo with uh, your buddy Drew Barrymore right Yes. Oh my gosh. I know. It's so crazy. Like, <laughs> yes, she and I talked about it for a long time and she had, this is her 11th tattoo. I've never gotten a tattoo and I never thought I'd want one. I mean, I just never, I liked, I always would think they look cool on people, but I'm like, Oh, what would I ever do? I just could never think of anything. And then, um, I saw that you could, you know, that they do this like single needle thing where you can, they can really copy handwriting. And my, when my little boy, Charlie was born, my mom found a love letter from my dad who was named Charlie. And, um, it had his handwriting. It was a love letter and it said, all my love, Charlie. So I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to see if they can copy all my love. And that's what I put on my wrist. And it's also, it's just a good mantra for life too. You know, like I always think just 
bring more love to it. I know it sounds kind of cheesy, but it, when um, you have a conflict or a challenge, it's like, how can you just surge love to the situation, especially in situations where you're tempted to do the opposite. And that. so it's a good reminder. I, and I, yeah, I now that. I have a tattoo. My husband's like, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> What's next? A, uh, a belly button ring? Yeah, I know. I mean, what's going on? I already have all those ear piercings, which my mother told me, Savannah, it's enough. <laughs> well, uh, my wife and I are celebrating our 40th anniversary this year. Oh. And we are going to do a thing, which uh, I don't know if you heard about this. It's a it's a tattoo you can get of a sound wave, and it's actually oh. that you can scan it and hear the voice of the person. And so we're wow. yeah yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna embark on, and, and that will be our first tattoo. So well, that is really cool. So I think if you have something that's sentimental and timeless like that, then why not? Right. I mean, it's, I mean, a lot of people get tattoos for no reason, right? So yes. uh, <laughs> I always thought you got to have a reason for a tattoo. But, uh, what, you know, talking about Drew Barrymore, you guys are also business partners, right? Yes. Yeah, so we um, she's another person I met through the show, of course. You know, how else would I? Sure. And over the years, we just stayed in touch and we're friends. And then when um, when I did the kids books, um, Princesses Wear Pants and Princesses Save the World, we ended up teaming up with Drew and her production company, Flower Films, to try to sell it as an animated show. And sure enough, it got picked up and Netflix produced it. And now it's called Princess Power. They changed the name a little bit, but it's called Princess Power and it's on Netflix. And it's been so fun to do that and to see this become reality. And, um, you know, it's really cute. It's kind of like the, you know, little girls but or boys, whoever's into princesses. And it's just really a nice, um, the message is all about leadership and being, a, you can love your princess stuff and your razzle dazzle and your glitter, but, you know, be a, be a young lady of substance which is, you know, a princess after all, it's like a, a young girl in a leadership role. And so we really just try to have a fun show that has a nice message. Inspiring and empowering, right? Yes, that's the goal. Yeah, that that's so fantastic. I have two daughters myself, and that is the, uh, that's the you know, it, everything that comes out, you know, when you're a kid as a, as a, a little girl, it's always fun and you know kind of fancy and and things like like the uh, american girl dolls and stuff like that but to have something like this that can teach those leadership skills that's that's kind of like a first and it's kind type of deal right well i hope so i think you know there was a time in you know first of all we all know a lot of us grew up with princesses and girls they just a lot of girls are just drawn to it and my little daughter was certainly one of them but then there was kind of a backlash where i think a lot of um, moms were like, I don't know, what, what are we teaching our girls if they're all into this frilly stuff? And so this is just sort of was trying to meet in the middle, you know, let the girls have their fashion and their fun and their frills, but also teach them teamwork, working together, solving problems together. Each one of the princesses in this show has a special skill, a special attribute. You know, none of the girls are perfect. One might have a problem and the other girls race in to help. You know, so everyone has, it's just, it's just trying to, you know, present um, a, a, a message of just being together and working together. Girls not in competition, girls using their skills, using their good minds, but also having a lot of fun along the way. So your daughter is what, eight? Is, uh, she's eight now. She's out, she's over the princess phase. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say this. This might be the first time in her life that she goes, "Wow, mom's got a job." 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, she actually, it's really funny because she was, of course, the inspiration for all this. And now she's eight and she's like, Mom, I don't like princesses. I don't right. like paint. <laughs> I'm like, well, but they, they were really cute. She and her little brother were like, we'll watch one, Mommy, just because we know you worked hard on it. So they liked it. They actually... They, I found them watching the second and third. The, the episodes are only twelve minutes long, so it's actually a great little oh yeah treat or break for your little one if they if you want to give them a little screen break. It's not too long. That is so funny because our uh, our uh, youngest daughter, when she turned, I think when she turned ten or eleven, I took her to the American Girl Cafe in Chicago for her birthday, and she was so over American Girls by then. It, it was just turned into just a good lunch. You know. Yeah, exactly. I know. Well, you know, it's hard to keep up with these kids. It is. You know, with it, is. it absolutely is. You interviewed one of Kansas City's finest people today, too, in Paul Rudd. You know, Paul Rudd is probably the biggest Kansas City Chiefs fan in the world. Oh, I know. I know. Believe me. I know. Believe me. We've been uh, talking after the uh, the Eagles thing, the Eagles uh Chiefs competition has been thick, but um, <laughs> no, yeah, he's he's coming on actually this week. Oh, so he's going to be on this on, week. Okay. on Wednesday. Okay, yes. yeah, he's he's just a he's just a good dude. I mean, you know, he's oh, he is very down to earth. He's he, he he can't support Kansas City any more than he does. So we always oh. always love seeing him back. And uh, well, he was at the game, so he oh, was yeah. right there. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> he, he's a big presence in Kansas City. But Savannah, listen, it's, it's so great to catch up with you and, and to uh, just hear about uh, what you're doing for these veteran caregivers. It's so it's so inspiring and it's so uh, it's so appreciated. Well, I it's it's really honestly it's an honor, and I just I hope that all of our caregivers who are listening know that they're loved and seen and appreciated and valued, and they are performing a service to our country. They are. So um, Absolutely. whatever we can do to lift that message, get it out there and make sure they know they have support. That's that's what we're here for. Can I can I get you a uh, Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl cap? You no, you may not. No, I don't want us to have our first fight, Randy. Okay. Thank you. You've been listening to Celebrity Salute. Celebrity Salute is produced by Brainstorm Media and distributed by National Defense Network with host Randy Miller and executive produced by Nate Heron. Be sure to visit us at nationaldefensenetwork.com. This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also say, Alexa, play the National Defense Network podcast.